Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Good day, everyone. We're coming on the air with breaking news. President Biden's son, Hunter, has been indicted on federal gun charges. It marks the first time a sitting president's son has been indicted on federal gun charges. Well... Gee, who would have guessed that? The first time a president's son has been indicted on, on federal. Had to narrow it down to federal gun charge. A fairly narrow lane that Hunter Biden now occupies. The news media is uh, feeling very sad. Compassion is, is the word of the day in the news media. It's not like his name is Trump or something. And besides, he's struggling with drugs and with paying his Russian hookers and deducting them on his taxes. It's very emotional for me as well. (laughs) Well, happy Friday and uh, welcome. Welcome back to our uh, humble yet lovable radio broadcast. We, uh, gosh, there's a lot going on in the, in the Biden household and and everywhere else, too. Uh, we've got the big United Auto Workers strike, which commenced at midnight, at the stroke of midnight. As uh, the media is saying, 11.59. Nothing starts at 11.59. It was midnight. Don't be silly. So the United Auto Workers, who, of course, backed Joe Biden, supported Joe Biden, raised money for Joe Biden, and now Joe Biden is promising them money to backstop uh, all of the suppliers in the auto industry because quid pro quo, you know how that works, just like in Ukraine, uh, at least at this time it may be at home. And I'll get into that, the United Auto Workers uh, striking all three major automakers. You know, Chrysler is no longer Chrysler. Uh, Chrysler Plymouth is now Stellantis. Did you know that? Stellantis. Now it's still, that's not even a, a word recognizable in Western civilization, but Ford GM and Stellantis, formerly Chrysler Plymouth, they um, dodge Chrysler Plymouth, and they they uh, they're uh, in three states: Michigan, Ohio, and Missouri. And uh, the union president, who I'm not sure he might be a gangster, but I'm not 100 sure yet. I'm going to have to watch him. But he says these are their first targets. Those are his words. Uh, they just uh, came in and said, "Well, we want a 46 percent raise. Want a 46 percent raise." over the course of the next four years. And uh, pensions for everybody. Pensions for everybody, the floor sweepers and everybody. And, uh, and of course, a four-day four work week, uh, but still paid for uh, five days. We should go on strike for that here, don't you think, in the radio business? Uh, four-day work week, but we still get paid for five days. And, um, and a 46% increase. Apparently, they've been brushed back on the 46% increase, but I'll get into that as we uh, as we go uh, forward and uh, it's uh, it's uh, fascinating actually what's going on here it may cost billions of dollars billions and billions of dollars 
There is a uh, hurricane in the Atlantic Ocean that's headed north that might brush against Maine, and Cape Cod might get more white, sh- uh, great white sharks or something. We'll have to see about that. A big uh, toxic acid train explosion in North Platte, Nebraska, in a uh, in a huge rail yard, and that's a uh, that's a big deal. We've got uh, that going on. We we now have we're up to a hundred and sixty people captured at our southern border so far this year who are on the terror watch list, 160 who are at least who are on the terror watch list uh, nabbed at our southern border so far this year. Uh, President Trump's last year in office, 2020, we captured three people on our southern border who are on the terror watch list. So far this year, 160-plus people captured at our southern border who are on the terror watch list. Uh, what, me worry? You know, that that's... Uh, uh, boy, there's nothing to see here, and the news media doesn't cover it, so we've got that going for us. Pretty amazing stuff. And it is, uh, it's uh, been a bad week for Joe Biden, uh, although he is going to use taxpayer dollars to backstop the UAW because the UAW, the United Auto Workers, backed him. And so quid pro quo being what quid pro quo is, of course, he's going to back them with our tax dollars because that's what corruption is all about. And that's coming up. Uh, also, the this week, and that's probably not the best thing for Joe Biden and the Biden White House, uh, but Bidenomics. And you see, now they're attacking, what are they calling it? Uh, Maganomics. Maganomics. Yeah, well, you don't want to go back to $1.86 gasoline and uh, 3% interest rates. We would never want to... We would never want to go back to the lowest unemployment rates for African-Americans and Hispanics and women in the history of the country. You know, that uh, Trumpnomics, we wouldn't want that. No. So they're calling it MAGAnomics. Um, and uh, what, what uh, uh, radical, extreme Republican MAGAnomics. And then they looted the Walmart, which was kind of interesting, I thought, and burned some police cars because that's what they do. Uh, amazing stuff. And uh, then, of course, yesterday, the Hunter Biden indictment, as uh, Lester Holt was uh, expressing his concern about there, the first time ever a president's son has been indicted, not just indicted, but on, on uh, federal, on federal, you've got to be federal, gun charges. Apparently, other president's sons have been indicted on state gun charges, but never federal gun charges, since we're parsing Lester Holt's sentence there. Kind of amusing. Yeah, the Hunter Biden indictment, the impeachment inquiry begun and the United Auto Workers strike. Uh, not a great week at the White House, I'm thinking. But don't worry about it. The media's got his back, and they'll just use our money to bail out their friends, and everything will be okay because, you know, Democrats. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. So we've got, uh, we've got that. We've got a lot more for you as well because uh, Joe Biden was out, and he said crazy stuff. He spoke, therefore... He said crazy stuff. It's like, I think, therefore I am. Joe Biden spoke, uh, therefore. Oh, and also more funny stuff on CNN about Kamala Harris and Democrat Congressman Jamie Raskin um, saying that uh, maybe Jake Tapper would make a better vice president than Kamala Harris. Uh, I don't think it's what he meant to say. Um, And it's okay. He's a Democrat. He can take it back later. Not a thing. But uh, Joe Biden did speak, and he said uh, crazy unhinged things again. We played audio just yesterday, I believe, from the White House briefing day before yesterday, where an actual reporter from the Washington Times uh, asked about all the things that Joe Biden has made up lately, these crazy, insane claims that are completely false. 
And uh, there's a long list of them just recently. And then yesterday he came out and he made the false claim in front of God and everyone and on camera. Um, and he said that he was, he, he uh, taught at the University of Pennsylvania in Ivy League school. And then he taught political theory. He said for four years, right? He said for four years that he taught political theory at the University of Pennsylvania in Ivy League school. But that's not true. He did not teach at the University of Pennsylvania a single semester. He didn't teach political theory at the University of Pennsylvania. Um, it is uh, the man, his brain, uh, she's a broke, she's a no good. You may remember recently he said that uh, he was raised in the Puerto Rican community, the big, huge Puerto Rican community. He said he was raised in the Puerto Rican community in Delaware, famous for their Puerto Rican community. None of that is true. I just made all, I mean, he did say that he was raised in the Puerto Rican community. And then yesterday, he told a group of uh, rabbis that he was raised in the synagogues of Delaware. He was raised in the synagogues of Delaware, uh, pandering to the Jewish vote and Jewish donors. Uh, he was raised in the Puerto Rican community in Delaware, which doesn't exist. Uh, and uh, yesterday, he said that uh, he taught political theory at the University of Pennsylvania and Ivy League school. You know who went to the University of Pennsylvania, to the, to the Wharton School? Well, President Trump did, for one thing, and he, he's been quite successful. And uh, also Alyssa Heinerscheid, who then went to Anheuser-Busch and decided it'd be a good idea to have transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney be their front man uh, for Bud Light, and she made $27 billion disappear. They should ask for their diploma back. Could you, I don't know if it's in a frame or just rolled up in a tube in your closet. Could you send it back? Because we don't want you hanging that anywhere. But uh, yeah, Joe Biden just making stuff up about being a professor of political theory at Ivy League University of Pennsylvania. Not true. Claims to a group of rabbis he was raised in the synagogues. Raised in the synagogues in my state, he said. The guy is completely out of his mind. What is going on with the president? Is he just believing things that didn't happen did happen, or is he just randomly making stuff up? That's really the question. That's That sums it up pretty well, because, well, we'll have to go down the list of things that he's made up just recently that are, that are and things that have been fact-checked again and again and, and uh, proven false. Uh, even the Washington Post giving him four Pinocchios and a bottomless Pinocchio. I think he might have given him a couple of, bo- they had to invent the bottomless Pinocchio. And you know, they hated to do that for Joe Biden, but it's like, you know, four Pinocchio is not enough for uh, this guy this time. Pretty amazing. Uh, and uh, half of the, with the indictment of Hunter Biden yesterday, half, 50% of Americans have little or no confidence in the Department of Justice's handling of the Hunter Biden probe. Is it an ever-expanding probe? Only half of us, a uh, poll, um, have any confidence in the Department of Justice to not be corrupt like in a third-world country because the Democrat Party is the left, and the left is here, and they're in charge of the bureaucracy and and all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, and then the poll, there's a fun poll out, uh, Fox News poll, about, um, they ask a question about Joe Biden's mental soundness, and they also asked about President Trump's mental soundness, and I have those numbers for you, and, th- and there are a lot of interesting numbers to come out of this uh, brand-new Fox News poll that I want to share with you as well. Uh, I was listening to the news this morning 
on the radio on WMAL in Washington when I was driving into the radio station. And I learned about a, a Pentagon police officer who um, has now pleaded guilty in uh, the shooting deaths of two people. He shot and killed two people who were in a car and pulling away from him when he opened for an off-duty Pentagon police officer. Pleads guilty to second-degree murder in a Tacoma Park shooting, shot and killed two people, and was sentenced to uh, 30 years or 33 years in prison. Since President Trump was asked yesterday on NBC News, by NBC News, uh, Kristen Welker, because she's the new host of Meet the Press, because Chunk is no longer there. Um, He's just going to go back to the party, I guess, you know, the Democrat Party. But uh, President Trump was asked about, well, Hunter Biden was indicted. Do you still think there's a two-tiered system of justice, huh? See? See, this isn't, there's no, like you said, two-tiered system of justice. Hunter Biden was just indicted on gun charges. And uh, just the lies that Kristen Welker and NBC Fake News tell, uh, the endless lies. Um, But I was uh, thinking about, yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, Hunter Biden was indicted at long last on one of like 12 or 18 things he should have been indicted on years ago, years ago, literally, by the uh, U.S. attorney in Delaware, by the Justice Department, should have been arrested by the FBI instead of being protected by the Secret Service with the gun thing and all that. But uh, pay no attention to that. So, yeah, we'll get uh, President Trump and the two-tiered system of justice and the ridiculous question asked by the ridiculous fake reporter who's now the new ridiculous fake anchor of Meet the Press. What a disgrace our news media is across the board. But this off-duty police officer uh, pleads guilty to second-degree murder. He's looking at 30 to 33 years in prison uh, for shooting and killing two people who were pulling away from him in a car. They weren't shooting at him or anything. They were just pulling away. He thought they were breaking into cars. So he shot and he killed them. And it's a sad story and a terrible story. But it did remind me that um, the uh, Biden Justice Department was demanding 33 years in prison for Enrique Tarrio for seditious conspiracy because of January 6th. But he was in Baltimore on January 6th. First, he was arrested for pulling down a Black Lives Matter banner in front of a church. He's black, by the way. And uh, that was, uh, you know, that was a big charge. Of course, there were Democrats burning the American flag um, at a concert in Chicago the other day. And that's no big deal. But you pull down a Black Lives Matter banner, you're looking at years in prison. Enrique Torrio was sentenced to 22 years in prison. They were hoping to give him 33 years, which is uh, what they demanded for this man who shot and killed two unarmed people. 33 years. They wanted to give Enrique Terrio 33 years for being in a hotel room in Baltimore while other people walked through the Capitol. And some assaulted police. And if you assaulted police, you should be held accountable. Enrique Terrio didn't shoot and kill anybody. He didn't assault any police officers. But uh, seditious conspiracy. My favorite seditious conspiracy was the one staged by our intelligence community including former CIA directors Mike Morrell and John Penitentiary face Brennan. They engaged in a seditious conspiracy to corrupt the outcome of the 2020 election, and they were successful, 51 intelligence officers. Now, Enrique Terrio got 22 years in prison for being in a, in a hotel room in Baltimore while there was a riot at the Capitol. They wanted to give him 33 years, like the guy that shot and killed two people. All right? Yes, we have a two-tiered system of justice. 
You bet your bottom dollar we'd do. Denver homeless camp with a pop-up bar and rentable prostitution tents because Democrats and a uh, young woman who Democrats tried to turn into a man when she was 16 is now suing the doctors and the hospitals that inflicted a double mastectomy on her. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers. I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Ah, yes. What do you think they're having for breakfast at the White House today? I assume the whole family's together. A Hunter Biden indictment. He sleeps there a lot, you know. Occasionally finds cocaine on the floor. Just a coincidence. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. We are at 888-630-9625. Let's go to Heck, calling from Bethesda, Maryland. Heck, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Happy Friday. Um, I wanted to discuss uh, Hunter's situation. When he goes to court, will the judge be considering his long and distinguished military service when they hand down the sentence? And by long and distinguished, I mean all five hours? <laughs> I certainly, I would certainly think so. I, I believe that uh, his father has him in line for the Medal of Honor. Um, and, yeah, uh, you know, I was wondering, could you always like care about people getting called back to active duty when they have specialized experience? <laughs> so how come he was never brought back for, you know, with this Ukraine situation? <laughs> That's a very good thought. It's uh, true. Hunter Biden was, uh, for a period of time, uh, in the U S Naval reserve. And he was assigned as a public affairs officer in Norfolk. And in February of uh, 2014, he really never that up, didn't he? He did. He did. Uh, <laughs> don't drink. Don't smoke. The uh, yeah, he was uh, he was administratively discharged from the United States Navy in February of 2014 for cocaine abuse. Cocaine, uh, and um, you know that was I think the highlight of his military career was being administratively discharged. He, or, uh, you know, that he's the only person in the military that's had their hail and farewell in the same week. Had their hail and farewell in the same week. Uh, there, you, there, there you go. It's unprecedented. Now we have a precedent. <laughs> Hack, you're a military veteran. Are you a Navy veteran? No, I'm a Marine Corps veteran. A Marine Corps veteran. God bless you, Hack. I'm saluting you. So, and a All right, smart... I'll let you cut to the commercial here. I can hear the music coming. Up. I can hear the music. Thanks, Hack. 
Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Every now and then you just have to listen to a little Led, a little Led Zeppelin, don't you? I think so. We have... Uh, we have audio for you. A lot, a lot of it is uh, media stuff. And, uh, you know, Democrat parties tell you get elected uh, Democrats in Congress and things. That We have the pirate, I think, and uh, talking to Jake Tapper. Um, and it's uh, kind of funny. Uh, uh, Jamie Raskin tells Jake Tapper he might be a better vice president than Kamala Harris, which is racist, I've got to say. And uh, somebody should call him on it. So I will, you know, because I know they're not going to. When I say they, I'm talking about them, also known as those people. And I think you know who I'm talking about. I know you do. We got, uh, we got that. Now, we do have the big uh, United Auto Workers strike. They call them the workers because, you know, they're united in their auto and their workers. And I try to avoid using the word workers because it sounds very Soviet, doesn't it? The Democrats like the Soviet lexicon. They've adopted so much of the of the Soviet lexicon. But uh, I do want to get into the United Auto Workers and, of course, to to Hunter Biden's indictments yesterday because they are noteworthy. As, as NBC News and Lester Holt pointed out, it's the first time that a president's son has been indicted on federal gun charges, which is a very, very narrow, narrow lane. And I want to get into that. But let me uh, share with you a couple of poll numbers because I think these are pretty interesting poll numbers, I must say. Um, Fox News has a new poll out. And the Democrats are in kind of a, you know, they're in a gender panic, right? And uh, they're in a cultural panic because they despise our culture and want to destroy it. And that's why they're doing all the things that they're doing now that they have secured power. They need to destroy the United States as a first step toward destroying the world and enslaving it uh, under communism. You know, the goal of socialism is communism. The goal of socialism is communism. You know who said that, Michael? Vladimir Lenin. Vladimir Lenin said that. You think he knew anything about it? Yeah, probably. Probably. But let me get back to the uh, Fox News poll. The, uh, the Fox News poll asked a, um, a cadre of people, Choice for president if voting now. Choice for president if voting now. And they give you a choice of Democrat Joe Biden or a list of Republican candidates. And uh, here's the funny thing, and this has got to have them in a flop sweat. I think uh, James Carville said that his wife has already had to put plastic sheets on the bed because he's uh, already bedwetting based on the numbers they're seeing coming out of the Biden White House. And it's the economy, stupid you know, was James Carville's line all those years ago. Uh, and, um, and now they're looking at the landscape here and at the horizon, and they're, and they're in a panic. They might have to become transgender. They're so freaked out. But the Fox News poll gives you a choice of uh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 
uh, or Joe Biden for president. And, the, and this is just a national uh, poll. If you're voting now, voting now, who would you vote for? And in the poll, 46% of people said they would vote for Democrat Joe Biden. 48% said they would vote for Republican candidate Donald Trump. So that is a, uh, that's got them in a panic because they want power uh, so they can destroy the world and enslave everyone under the hobnailed boot of the authoritarian state and dictate to everyone what they must do day in and day out. Liberals don't care what you do as long as it's mandatory, as everybody knows. So the poll, but the poll doesn't end there. The poll finds that President Trump would beat Joe Biden 48 to 46 points. That makes them very, very uncomfortable. Their panties get all in a wedge and they, they, uh, they're, they're you know, picking at it and things. So they don't like it. Uh, but it gets worse because if the Republican candidate were Vivek Ramaswamy, then Joe Biden would lose to Vivek Ramaswamy 44% to 45%. Vivek Ramaswamy with 45%. If Nikki Haley were the Republican candidate, then Nikki Haley would beat Joe Biden 45% to 43%. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're close. And then the media kicks in and starts playing their role and late-night TV and all that, all the propaganda apparatus. What with the merger of state and corporate power, the information oligarchs in the Democrat Party, and the merger of, and, 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 and you know, Facebook, and that's why they're very angry they don't have Twitter anymore. Very, very angry, as angry as Marvin the Martian, but uh, very angry. Now, if Mike Pence were running, Mike Pence would beat Joe Biden 44% to 43%. Granted, these are all within uh, one or two percentage points, but according to the poll, Donald Trump would beat Joe Biden. Vivek Ramaswamy would beat Joe Biden. Nikki Haley would beat Joe Biden. Mike Pence would beat Joe Biden. And ironically and absurdly, Joe Biden would beat Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, and Chris Christie. Now, Joe Biden would beat Tim Scott Scott, because the Democrats are so racist. They are the party of racists and racism and the Confederacy and the Klan and Jim Crow and standing in schoolhouse doors and the soft bigotry of low expectations. But the poll shows Joe Biden would beat Tim Scott 44 to 43 percent, one percentage point. Shows that he would beat Ron DeSantis by more than anyone else, 44 percent for Ron DeSantis and 47 percent for Joe Biden. That's the biggest margin. Now, they've been great at demonizing Ron DeSantis. They've been doing it for about three, four years now. Uh, I've been pointing this out all along the way. The news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, identified Ron DeSantis, successful governor of Florida, uh, as a threat to the Democrat Party's presidential aspirations. And so the news media loosed the dogs on Ron DeSantis several years ago. And, uh, you know, and it's paying dividends because... He's not doing well, well in the polls. So, so there it is. According to the Fox News poll, Joe Biden would be defeated in a, uh, a presidential matchup if it were held right now. Joe Biden would be defeated by Donald Trump, defeated by Vivek Ramaswamy, defeated by Nikki Haley, defeated by Mike Pence, 
But if it were Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, or Chris Christie, then then Joe Biden would win, according to the poll. And that has them in an absolute panic. There are uh, more poll numbers from the Fox News poll. Difference in uh, choice for president between now and before the 2020 election. Now, um, with suburban women since just before the 2020 election versus now. Suburban women, Joe Biden has lost 12 points with suburban women. And Donald Trump has gained 13 points in the same amount of time with suburban women. With women overall, that includes urban women and rural women, in addition to suburban women. Joe Biden has lost 11 points and Donald Trump has gained 10 points since just before the 2020 election. With black voters, Joe Biden has lost 10 points with black voters and President Trump has gained seven points with black voters. Young voters under the age of 45, Joe Biden has lost seven percentage points, and Donald Trump has gained six percentage points. With Hispanic voters, you know, that everything with the Democrats is race, being the party of the bullwhip and the plantation. Hispanic voters, Joe Biden has lost 5% and Donald Trump has gained 7%. In all of these categories, Donald Trump has gained significantly, and in all of these categories, Joe Biden has lost considerably. Suburban women, women, black voters, Hispanic voters, voters under 45, all running from Joe Biden and the Democrats, and the beneficiary here, Donald Trump. Those are big poll numbers, big. Now, there is a, another crazy one, and uh, this is, has mental soundness to serve? This is a question asked, Joe Biden, and they asked about Donald Trump as well. Does this person have the, possess the mental soundness, the mental acuity, the intellectual capacity to serve as president? And 61% of us, of Joe Biden said no. Asked, this is big, asked if the person has the mental soundness to serve as president. 61% of us said Joe Biden does not. Only 36% of voters said that Joe Biden has the mental soundness to serve as president. Just over a third and closer to two-thirds of us say Joe Biden does not possess the mental soundness to serve as president. Now, the Democrats are in a panic. They are freaking out because they're polling this too, and they're coming up with uh, essentially the same numbers, roughly the same numbers, and they are in an absolute panic. Women are running from Biden, suburban women, all women, Hispanics, blacks, young voters running from Joe Biden and gravitating to President Donald Trump. Does Joe Biden possess the mental soundness? 61% of us say no. Only 36% of us say yes. It is time for Joe Biden to go. And this is what they're saying in the Democrat Party circles. I played the Mo Yarbrough uh, joke, uh, Scarborough, yesterday saying every single Democrat he talks to, elected Democrat, says when they're not on camera because they all lie all the time. If they're talking, they're lying. And uh, But when they're not on camera, they might tell the truth. And uh, Mo Yarbrough says that 
that uh, every single Democrat says he's too old to serve. And it's not even that. There are plenty of people Joe Biden's age who are just great. Joe Biden's not one of them, and that's the problem that they have. They ask the same question of President Trump. Does President Trump have the mental soundness to serve? And 46% said yes. 52% said no. Those are not great numbers either, but Joe Biden has only 36% support versus Trump's 46 when it comes to mental soundness. And again, uh, uh, 61% of us say Joe Biden doesn't have the brains, the mental intellectual capacity to serve. And you've got women, black voters, Hispanic voters, and young voters fleeing Joe Biden. These are supposed to be their their core constituencies. And uh, the Democrat parties are, the Democrat party, uh, all of them, I think, are buying uh, plastic sheets because... James Carville said, it's bedwetting time. Bedwetting time. And those are really, really bad numbers for the Democrats. They are in a panic. Everybody we talk to, every political discussion, when it comes to Joe Biden, people say, man, he's too old to run, isn't he? Every discussion. When I say every discussion, I don't mean 99% of the discussions. Every discussion. Every discussion. Boy, oh, boy. That is, and I'm going to get into President Trump being asked, uh, well, and because the fake journalist, Kristen Welker for NBC Fake News, doing Fake the Press, we should change the name (laughs) of Meet the Press. I've long called it uh, Face the Meet, or they, uh, you know, they run, uh, they run together, Meet the Press and uh, Face the Nation. Uh, They're both the same show on different networks. Uh, They're Democrat Party uh, PR pitches. And they have been for a long, long time. Um, appalling, but this Kristen Welker person. I'll get to the audio because it goes with some other things. Um, you know, two-tier justice system? She asked him. Because she thinks that fact that Hunter Biden at long last has been indicted on several charges means that you can no longer say there's a two-tier justice system because she's... What's the word, Michael? An idiot, and a, dip, a dimwit, a numbskull. I. Uh, <laughs> hey, all right, let's go to the uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to uh, let's go to Victor calling from Silver Spring, Maryland. Victor, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hello, Victor. I got some I got some sad news. My best girl passed away a week ago from heart failure. She listened to your show a lot. She took me to uh, the Freedom Forums each year where I met you last year, mm-hmm. and um, she really enjoyed your show. Uh, she even called me from work one time and said, you got to listen to Chris Plant now. He's asking, should the blind be allowed to have guns? I never got through. <laughs> Victor is uh, blind. Victor is blind. And we've met at the Free Speech Forum. Uh, Victor comes out, and I'm... I'm sorry to hear the very, very sad news, Victor, and, and yeah, I, I remember your best girl uh, taking you to the to the free speech forum. Um, yes, um, her um, her first name is Amy, mm-hmm. and um, also um, Hunter Biden. Um, I bet you that Joe Biden will pardon him for everything he's done in the past and everything he'll do in the future. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's what would be done in the third world, right, Victor? 
Yes, exactly. And uh, you've been paying attention for a long time, I know. And uh, yeah, I think your prediction is probably a safe one. There, you know, we, there is a cringe on Pierre was asked recently at a White House briefing whether Joe Biden would consider pardoning his son. And she lied that he would not. But we know that doesn't matter, don't we? Whatever, no, whatever she said, uh, you know, that doesn't have to be followed up on. She can, uh, she can just uh, say, well, you know, the president changed his mind. Um, listen, Victor, thank you for calling in. I'm very sorry to hear about Amy. Uh, very sad. I'm signing the cross. And uh, God bless Amy and, and for uh, being so wonderful with you. I uh, have no doubt that she was a... A very special and spectacular person. Thank you, Victor. Oh, she was. She really was. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, my friend. God bless. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. And uh, since Victor called in, and Victor is a longtime friend of the show, calling in probably since I uh, just had a Sunday afternoon show, certainly a nighttime show, my 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. show. <clears throat> they were all fun. You know, they were, uh, they were all fun. But uh, Victor and I was uh, thinking about it. Michael and I were talking about it. I think blind people should be allowed to own uh, firearms since Victor brought it up. <clears throat> you know, particularly vulnerable in your home. You know, a thirty-eight special might be uh, just the thing. A snub-nosed revolver um, should certainly be able to defend yourself. I think maybe it should come with special training, special training. I think that would be a good idea because, you know, you don't want to get in trouble for accidentally shooting somebody or something like that. Now, um, this is uh, – who, who sent this? Somebody on the Twitter, on, on X, an X post – uh, sent to us because it's a, a perfectly good thought. The uh, the charge who sent it? Tom. Tom. Tom on X sent us a uh, and this is a very astute observation by Tom and I thank you because as soon as Michael Piercy read it out loud to me, I said, you know what? Tom is right. It's exactly right. Um, Hunter Biden's gun charges involve a thirty-eight caliber revolver, a thirty-eight special. I heard somebody on television news yesterday say it was a .38 SPL. SPL. That's a thirty-eight special, all right? And I, and I sort of laughed about that. So, yeah, somebody, another reporter doesn't know anything about firearms at all. So it's a thirty-eight special, which is a revolver, classic American revolver. And um, Tom said, you know, there are photos of Hunter Biden on the laptop from hell that we've seen online of him holding a uh, semi-automatic pistol, which is not a revolver. That would be a different pistol. And uh, I haven't looked up the photos, but I think it's uh, like a 1911-style 45 caliber semi-automatic pistol. That's uh, in my mind's eye. That's what I see from the photos. 
So where did that pistol come from? There are still more unanswered gun questions, crackhead. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 